0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book study. My name is Mo H., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Northern California. Today is Tuesday, October 2nd, 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Today we are reading from the Big Book, and we are on page 128, starting with the third paragraph, he is not so unbalanced, through three paragraphs, ending with he has spiritual justification for doing so. And the comments will be on all the three paragraphs. Our readers for today are the 12 steps, Laura H., and the 12 traditions, Nan K., and the readers of the text today are Sherry KB and Eileen M. The share ID for Monday, October 1st, 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 11982. That's 11982. And for Tuesday, today, October 2nd, our 7 a.m. meeting, is 11,984. That's 11984. And our newcomer greeter is Melanie C. And our announcements person is Stephanie L. Thank you all for your service. All right. Uh, OA Preamble Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. And I will now ask Laura A. to read the 12 steps. Laura, press star 1 to unmute. Laura?
1: Well, if she's not there, I can do that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. We'll have Melanie C. do it. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. The 12 steps. One, we admit the exact nature of our wrongs. 6 were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, And all our affairs pass. Thank
0: you, Melanie C. And I will now ask Nan Kay to read the 12 Traditions.
2: Good morning. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Pass.
0: Well, thank you, Nan Kay. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Twenty-eight, the third paragraph. He is not so unbalanced. Uh, reading through three paragraphs, ending with he has spiritual justification for doing so. And I will now ask Sherry KB to get us started.
3: Good morning, Ma. Good morning, everybody. Sherry KB in Northern California. A very grateful. Recovered compulsive reader. He is not so unbalanced as they might think. Many of us have experienced Dad's elation. We have indulged in spiritual intoxication. Like a gaunt prospector, belt drawn in over the last ounce of food, our pick struck gold. Joy at our release from a lifetime of frustration knew no bounds. Father feels he has struck something better than gold. For a time he may try to hug the new treasure for himself. He may not see at once that he has barely scratched a limitless load, which will pay dividends only if he minds it for the rest of his life and insist on giving away the entire product. If the family cooperates, dad will soon see that he is suffering from a distortion of values. He will perceive that his spiritual growth is lopsided, that for an average man like himself, a spiritual life does not include his family obligations, may not be so perfect after all. If the family will appreciate that dad's current behavior is but a phase of his development, all will be well. In the midst of an understanding and sympathetic family, these vagaries of dad's spiritual infancy will quickly disappear. The opposite may happen should the family condemn and criticize. Dad may feel that for years his drinking has placed him on the wrong side of every argument, but that now he has become a superior person with God on his side. If the family persists in the criticism, the fallacy may take a still greater hold on father. Instead of treating the family as he should, he may retreat further into himself and feel he has spiritual justification for doing so. And I'll put myself on a uh, timer. So, um, in the first paragraph, um, uh, you know, Phyllis says he struck gold and that the joy of release from a lifetime of frustration knew no bounds. Um, that, you know, reminds me of getting into this program and you know, losing the weight, and, um, but, you know, getting into the step work, which has limitless getting connected to a higher power. Um, I've stuck, struck something better than gold. I mean, just this lifetime of change for me and how I used to live and how I've changed and grown and continue to enlarge my spiritual uh, uh, life with my higher power Um, is a wonderful thing for me. And it's just—it's like, to me, the key to the city. It's just an amazing way to live. It's just what's important that I have to live my life, the rest of my life this way, and that if I want to keep this, I have to give it away. I have to, um, you know, work with others. And while I work with others, I grow more useful to my higher power and the more, I connect with my higher power, the more useful I become in helping other people. And that's such an important thing. And it's and this part that it says, um, for the rest of his life, insists on giving away the entire product. So, you know, people go, oh, wow, Sherry, you know, how'd you lose the weight? And, you know, how'd you do that? But it's the entire package. So it means to me the entire thing, not only my abstinence, but the 12 steps, and especially you know, after working with someone is helping them to know how to live in the step work and how to grow and give it away to others. Um, I think that's a very important piece there. And then a spiritual life does not include, it says if a spiritual life does not include family ob- obligations may not be so perfect after all. So you know what, It it reminds me of, you know, what I do with people in program, how I treat them is exactly the way I need to be treating my family with the uttermost respect, with um, being of service to my family as well and, and not forget my family obligations to my family um, as well as how I am with program because I have been at times lopsided where I was so driven into the uh, program that, you know, my family was feeling it. And so I have to find that balance, and God will help me find that balance um, And I think about, you know, based on attraction rather than promotion. So, in other words, I've got to live. I've got to walk the walk instead of just talking the talk. And I think my time's up, and with that, I pass. Thank you for letting me be of service.
0: Well, thank you, Sherry KB. And I'll now remind uh, our, our people where we are, page 128, starting with the third paragraph. He is not so unbalanced, two, three paragraphs, ending with he has spiritual justification for doing so. And the comments will be on all three. I'll now take names of those who'd like to share. Sunny S.
4: Jan B. This is Julie E. B.
0: Sunny S. Jan. Julie E. E. B. Jan. What was your name? CJH. Last oh, CJH. I got that.
5: Kathleen O.
0: Kathleen.
6: Donna W. O.
0: Donna W. Any more? I think we have a pretty good group. All right. I have Sunny. I think it was S. Jan. I didn't get your last initial. Julie E. B. C. J. H. Kathleen O. And Donna W. Sunny. Am I sure with it? Was it S?
7: Yeah, it's Sunny it's S. Can I be heard?
0: I, you can. Thank you.
7: Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, so this is in the in Colorado, um, it's interesting, I just got a a little bit of a flashback reading these paragraphs of, um, the time that I first started getting sober, and, um, I remember I was living with my mom at the time a couple years ago, and how, how strong their reaction was in the house, because I was not spending as much time talking about problems with my mother, I was in meetings, I was talking to other people. And I remember there was a lot of um, of blaming for, you know, I, I think my mom felt abandoned and um, there was definitely a change, you know, because my mom and I were very enmeshed and we were always talking about my alcoholic father and just this like urgency to solve all problems in the world started to disappear between us, you know. And I think that was threatening in itself because it broke that like, that connection we had. You know what we knew. What we was so familiar, and um, yeah, I mean, in in working with other people, in being connected to program, I started to develop a more independent identity. I started to get to know myself better, um, and I started not to rely on her as much. And she had to do a little bit of the same thing. And I look at our relationship two years later, and I see how, you know, even even she her toes and recovery after seeing like, <laughs> how like my growth, you know, and, and seeing that I was a lot stronger as a person, and now we are, you know, two independent, separate women who have an interdependent relationship. So we can still be in connection, we can be loving and supportive, but we don't need to be up on each other's business all the time. Um, because that was that was the thing that was our common theme. It was problem solving, having a sense of urgency and just sharing that, sharing the despair that the world was giving us. And so I'm, I, I am glad that I took a little bit of a break um, to have that spiritual uh, connection and then, you know, return into a different kind of relationship that may be a little bit more workable, you know, with just um me being recovered and programmed and, you know, being for her just in a different way. And so with that, I pass, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Sunny S. Uh, Jan B. followed by Julie E. B.
4: Good morning. This is Jan B. May I be heard? Yes, you're being heard. Thank you, Jan. Wonderful. And these three paragraphs, what I, what I really, uh, what really comes to me is it takes time, it takes patience, love, and tolerance uh, to go through these stages. And I love how they have. Um, listed it as we have in um, many of us have experienced dance elation Uh, we have indulged in spiritual intoxication I can say that when I first came into program I I mean it was the answer it was the answer that I was looking for searching for and I was just hungry so much for the answers and um, you know I I got into a um, Part of OA where I had lost 70 pounds in six months and I was a tyrant. I kept on, I could not understand why people just did not latch on to this program like a, uh, like it was, like their life depended on because that's what I did and it was so hard for me to see other people's uh, recovery and love them from where they're at and just love and tolerance was not my creed and I can really say that I can really relate to the uh, other statement here on page 129 the, towards the end of the second paragraph. In the midst of an understanding and sympathetic family, these um, vagaries of dad's spiritual infancy will quickly disappear. I am not familiar with that term, so I looked it up on the on the phone here. And the definition of that word is the unexpected and the inexplicable change in a situation in someone's behavior. The synonyms are change, fluctuation, variation, quirk, peculiarity, pic- um, addity, eccentric, unpredictability, um, caprice, fable, whim, whimsy, fancy. and. That's what happens in an infancy or, or when there's a big change learning is it takes some time for the dust to settle to, to actually get that maturity. And uh, I'm so grateful for that today and, and studying this even, um, even further. Uh, and I think it's just amazing how they have put this in the big book. So thank you for letting me share. I pass.
0: Thank you, J.N.B. Julie E.B., followed by C.J.H. Julie.
8: Hi, this is Julie E.B., gratefully recovered and abstinent by the grace of God for just one day. And uh, good to know that I'm not as unbalanced as uh, some might think and might have thought, um, because uh, there is justifiable reason Putting down the food and getting into recovery um, has elation. It has an intoxication, um, joy at our release from a lifetime of frustration, new no bounds, finally a solution. That's what I want to share with the newcomers, that um, there is joy at our release from a lifetime of frustration. But, of course, I knew no bounds because I'm an addict. Of course, I think I have something better and superior. One of my character defects that I pray for is instead of swinging from grandiosity to fear and anxiety, that I be steady, that my higher power uh, remove that defective character and teach me uh, indeed to be steady. And um, so I'm really, um, I have a treasure and it's coming to the surface. And I'm very thrilled about that, um, and, um, but there is much to mine still. I've hardly scratched a limitless load, which will pay dividends, but I need to mine it. Where am I selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and afraid, and how can I give it away uh, to you today? I love here that, once again, it's asking my family needs to be understanding and cooperative, what a demanding individual i am that um i need these kid gloves and thank goodness i have a loving family that's so glad to see me out of some of the defects and into some other things but i did uh, see myself as having a superior spiritual life and put down like i said yesterday another type of religious life and i can indeed retreat um, into um, just recovery and now I try and stay in the flow. How funny that we might be lopsided as addicts. But best of all, the best word in this reading for me is that I am average. I am I'm just one among, among many. And so long, I lived in anxiety because I wasn't super perfect. And I lived in shame because I thought I was flawed. Turns out I'm just average. And if you're average like me, you too can put down the food. And get recovered. Thanks for letting me share my path.
0: Thank you, Julie E. B. C. J. H. Followed by Kathleen O. C. J.
9: Hey, good morning. Thank you for your service. So grateful to be here. Um, so grateful for these readings this morning. I'm C. J. Compulsive eater. And boy, wow. This first paragraph tells me to look for the good. You know. So other people may see the bad in me, they may point it out, they may be, but my job today is not to be there anymore. The, the point I have to also remember is this chapter comes after I've worked the 12 steps. So when this, these pages are talking to me, they're talking to somebody who has worked the steps, who's, who's absent, who's in recovery, who's trying to live, to live this life. It's given me the direction on how to treat, treat life after um, and how to use the steps really. So the joy and our release, yes. Oh gosh, to be lifted from that obsession. The, these steps, miraculously, by the middle of step nine for me, it was gone. It was gone, and I am just beyond the beyond the beyond the grateful. So yeah, there's an intoxication with that, the freedom, the peace. Um, so many wonderful things shared here this morning. I really kind of came down to that last paragraph, and. You know, because I've because I've done the steps and I've got a sponsor and I have a program today, the responsibility for how I'm feeling no longer rests on other people. It rests within within what I'm seeing is my capability to go to this, this God of my understanding and ask for the help and then use the unity of the program to touch the other lives and say, hey, I'm feeling really distressed here. My family's saying this and this and this and I'm really bummed out and I'm, you know, feel like I want to eat or whatever my deal is with it. You know, that this program gives me a way out of this. Um, That's the elation. You know, that's the spiritual intoxication that keeps me going, that keeps me wanting to keep digging this load. Is the relief from this being pent under somebody else's um, what they think of me or what they feel about me or what they're doing, but at the same time, you know, when I'm talking to another person and saying, you know, oh, poor me, I'm back in that, 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 that alcoholic way of thinking by working the steps and using the help of another person and the, and of course the power of God, um, I'm able to come out and say, oh, you know what, they're still sick these people are still sick and you know what can I do how can I take this criticism and take it to heart bring it to my God in meditation ask for the right thought or action what is it I can do to start to repair some of this stuff you know and not to sit in the self-pity anymore and the the self-loathing and the oh poor me's which I just love this line so instead of treating the family as he should he may retreat further into himself and feel as he's got spiritual justification for doing so holy cow is that me? I can do that in a heartbeat. You know, well, I have to do this for a program and I have to do that for a program, but my, my family is saying to me, you know, mom, wife, grandma, whatever my position is, sister, you know, hey, hello, we're still here. So the criticism, actually, I can come back to that first paragraph and look for the good. Look for the good because these people love me. They care about me. And if they're sick and suffering, there's nothing I can do about that but because of this program and this God, I can come from the heart, that language of the heart, right? That Fine. freedom to love. And I'm so grateful to be here. Thanks for letting
5: me share.
0: Thank you, CJ. Kathleen O. followed by Donna W. Kathleen.
5: Good morning, Mo. Thank you so much for your service this morning, and thank you, everyone, for your awesome shares this morning. This is Kathleen O., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Northern California, California, Currently in Arizona, and oh my goodness, this chapter is is just uh I love it because when it talks you know about and I don't have my big book in front of me because I'm outside, I'm traveling with my husband in an r v and um, this you know the the balancing the balancing of all of this um, I have to out myself I am not really balanced and and part of the Part of it is my husband is critical of what I do, and you know, in in the balance of this program, which is very unfortunate. um, But what happens is I tend to immerse myself more in program, and it does become unbalanced. So that doesn't help things. So I always need to be looking at my part, and you know, so much of this for me is every day setting my intention, um, connecting with God with that intention. You know, from the time I wake up having an intention of, of, you know, connecting with my higher power, with, with prayer and meditation. Um, even when I eat my meals, you know, what's my intention? Um, how am I going to eat them, you know? Am I going to have compulsive behavior around eating them, or am I going to not have? and And bring God into that intention. And all the way through the day, you know, even when my husband gets critical, it's like I have to keep looking at me. I can't. Someone reminded me yesterday, you know I point the finger at him, and three are pointing back at me and I mean this is I am just you know shout out to everybody who helps me through the challenges I have um, you know i um I think you know in in relationships, um you know they can change you know we we have different we we grow and we change, and when we change and grow apart, it makes it very challenging so Again, you know, acceptance is the answer to all my problems, and I just need to keep showing up and, and looking at my part and where I can try to make things better um, for my husband. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Kathleen O. And before we have Donna W., I'll just remind everybody where we're at. We're on page 128, the third paragraph. He is not so unbalanced, reading through three paragraphs, ending with he has spiritual justification for doing so. And we're commenting on all three. And now I'll ask Donna W. to share, and then I'll open the lines up for more people to share. Donna.
6: Good good morning. This is Donna W. calling in from Palo Alto, California. Thank you for your service, Mo. I'm so grateful to be abstinent and recovered for today. And I'm so grateful that when things do disturb me, um, that um, because folks aren't playing by my uh, by my playbooks, uh, that um, I have the 10th step and all of you to to move on and get back in alignment with my higher power and um, and to be of service. And so, so when I was uh, envisioning you know who I might marry, I always thought like we'd have the like this lovely spiritual life that we'd share. And um, I was in program before I met my husband and to be honest, like, you know, I have my spiritual life and he, he has his, we we don't really even talk about it. It's, it's, it's not an important part of our relationship. It just is not, not an issue. And I do my thing. He does his thing. So, um, so that's all really simple. Um, In the, uh, to the wise and to the family afterwards, like what I'm really seeing is how I treat myself, you know, that like, Oh, you know, I've lost weight and that, having that, that, um lack of patience and tolerance with myself, that, oh, I should be perfect now. Um, Or, you know, I've gone through the steps. Life should be um, a dream now. You know, life life should be easy now. So what I'm learning from reading um, the last chapter and this chapter is like that, you know, one, I cannot reform myself. I need to do the work and let go of the outcome. And a lot of that relationship stuff I need for myself, the patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. Um, is, is really what I need for myself in my recovery because as other fellows in the program said, we don't, we don't get beyond human just because we've worked the steps. You know, I still get to show up every day in my very human body and mind and emotions, and I get to feel all my feelings today. So, um, you know, uh, it was, thankfully I have the steps and the tools to work through what's coming up so I don't have to carry it and, and uh, dive into the food again. Um, And uh, just really grateful to be learning every day. I'm praying to be God-seeking rather than self-seeking today Um, and to be honest and uh, to feel safe. So those are the opposite of my character defects. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Donna W. And I will now open the lines up for more people who'd like to share.
10: This is Donna B.
0: Donna B.?
10: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Okay.
11: Susan
12: H.
0: Susan H.
11: Jody E.Q.
0: Jody E.Q. Any more? Okay. We'll go with those three. We might have time for some more after that. Okay, Donna B., followed by Susan H.
10: Good morning. This is Donna B. calling from Denver, Colorado. Um, I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Um, when I came into program years ago, there used to be a slogan, we're all nuts. Some of us have to be tightened and some of us have to be loosened. My um, default setting is to do, 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 do. And especially when I'm uneasy, irritable, restless, discontent, um, my default setting is to continue to push, to take action, to take action. And so what happens for me when I'm uncomfortable is that the part of the program that I hear is to be of service to call others to get out of myself? I hear getting out of myself as being making myself available on all these different um platforms in which other people can reach out to me if they need help, and what I forget is that in the eleventh step where it says "You relax and take it easy, we don't struggle comes after the sentence where we ask God for an intuitive thought, for direction. Um, So for me to be in a balanced relationship with my family, it does begin with me. It begins with my being aware of my discomfort and going completely against the way that I normally would by doing more and pausing. Asking for that inspirational thought, asking for that direction, asking for God to give me everything that I need to solve my problems so that I can be in a posture of relaxing and taking it easy and not struggling because when I'm in that posture, I'm available to see my family, hear my family, interact with my family, and that's so important to me. I have young kids and I'm watching them grow so fast. And when I'm on the phone, my kids don't see the other human being on the other side. They just see that this phone is stuck to my ear all the time. I feel like I'm doing this grand, big service by listening to others, taking 10 steps, being the service while neglecting my children. Um, So this is a for me um, this is this balancing of family and program is something that i that I live in um every single day. Thank you for letting me share my path.
0: Thank you Donna B Susan h followed by jody e q
12: This is Susan h a recovering compulsive overeater. thanks everyone for your share this- um thank you for for leading my um but you know the one thing that came to me with a, a saying like i i learned at first the 12 steps which was to be right-sized and i always think that you know that um and it means twofold just as as these three paragraphs outline is um, one it's, um, it helps us have you know have strength in what we do have and with our with our spirituality and, and giving um, and giving what we have. But then at the same time, we we also a bit, you know, we, we know our size in the world and that we're not God and that other people are being led by their own higher power. Um, and that always kind of helps me when I am confused as to what to do. I always hear that voice that says, you know, just to be right size, to be present, but you don't have to be overwhelming uh, anyone else. And the other thing that these paragraphs tell me is, how much, um, how just awkward it is. It's a bit like being a teenager, right? So when we we first come into the adulthood of of emotional sobriety, you know, it's just a bit awkward. We don't, you know, we overcompensate on one end and overcompensate on the other. And, and sure enough, we realize that the world's a big place and it's not always a fair place. It's not going to be um, per- perfect for us at all the t- you know, at all times. And so, we're going to have to make sure that we're just keeping our own side of the street clean and uh, that we grow into adulthood. So with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Susan H. And Jody E. Q. Your turn.
11: Thank you, Mo. Good morning, everyone. This is Jody E. Q. Gratefully recovered in California. Recovered compulsive overeater. This is one of my favorite uh metaphors here, the gaunt prospector who's mining for gold and isn't finding it for a long, long time, just like me, you know, trying to find recovery from my disease and not finding it. Finally, I find it and uh, I'm elated and I want to, you know, I'm stingy with it. I'm focused on it, I got myself, you know, I've been digging for gold for years, and I've been ignoring and neglecting my family while I've been focused, hyper-focused on finding this gold, and then when I find it, I'm hyper-focused on sharing it with other compulsive overeaters, et cetera, but my family is neglected the whole way through, or mine was, and um, so I have to realize that this gold that I have found needs to be shared not only with other compulsive overeaters, but also with my family. I have to put myself in their shoes. And I, it, I didn't do that. I, and I'm divorced as a result. And now I live with uh, housemates. And and it's no different with my housemates. I need to be considerate of them. Uh, not be constantly on the phone. I need to do my part. I need to contribute. So yes, finding this balance is a challenge, but we can do it thanks to the grace of our higher power. I also like this how it says I'm an average man. As a family member, as you know, unless I'm a monk uh, or a priest or something or, or a hermit, I am in relationship with other people. I'm an average person. And, and my family obligations, my community obligations will never go away. So I have to find a way, as we're talking about, is finding this balance. of program and uh, all my affairs and again, I can only do that with the grace of my higher power. And with that, I pass. Thank you all.
0: Well, thank you, Jody EQ. And I'll just remind everybody where we are again, because we have time for a few more shares. We're on page 128, the third paragraph. He is not so unbalanced. Reading through three paragraphs. I Eileen mean, M. He... Okay, good. He has spiritual justification for doing so. I'll take you, Eileen M. 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 I, oh, I didn't hear that. Say it again. MJ? MJ? Yes,
13: please.
0: Okay. Um,
13: Christine,
14: Christine M.
0: Okay, maybe we'll stop there. Christine M. Okay. Eileen, I think it was J. Help me, Eileen.
15: <laughs> oh, Eileen M.
0: <laughs> M. Okay. Thank you, Eileen. You're on.
15: Sure. Hi, this is uh, Eileen M. Uh, gratefully recovered in New Hampshire, and uh, I'm looking at this line where it says, "He may not see at once that he has barely scratched a limitless load, which will pay dividends only if he minds it for the rest of his life." I, I just focused on that because that, to me, is a like a warning against complacency. Um, oh, I I just you know. It, because, you know, the big book tells us that we cannot rest on our laurels. And that is so easy to do. It's, I mean, and, and what I mean is in regard to, like, you know, working an 11th step every day. For me, that's very hard. Um, it's very hard for me to do that consistently. But yet, you know, it was shared so beautifully on the 7 a.m. meeting about that, you know, sitting in meditation and letting God direct my thinking for the day. I mean, that is so essential. To you know this way of living is to just you know to get out of that self will and to just let my higher power guide my day and how i 'm going to act um, that 's just so important and you know as someone said earlier it takes time to get spiritual maturity you know there's stages of spiritual recovery and you know, it, it's so easy to like, you know, when we first, or when I first recovered, you know, I was on this, like, they call it the pink cloud, you know, you're just, you're like, hi, you know, on life, you know, <laughs> and it's just, you know, we have to maintain the, the new order of things, you know, like it said in Bill's story, we, we maintain the new order of things. And it's just, it's a daily practice. It's one day at a time. And, uh, just so grateful to be, you know, learning this and and to be studying this text with everyone. It's really wonderful. So with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Eileen M. And was it MJ followed by Christine M? Was there an MJ?
13: Yes. Um, Yes. I just want to thank you. This is Michelle Jordan from Arkansas, MJ. okay i just want i want to say to all of you um thank you again so very very much because what's happening is i started the program the oa program less than two weeks ago and i've gone to four meetings and i've only been vision for you for this is my second time once friday and once today and I have been so overwhelmed with just the multiple books, the calls, the the stories, and I was feeling not good. I wasn't a cloud of any kind. Um, I ignored my husband completely this morning because I was looking at something. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Um, So again, I'm brand new to this whole beautiful road that I'm on, the road to recovery with all of you. And I needed to hear this morning that, okay, I can slow down, I can relax, and because and, I feel like I'm on a big landslide or maybe even an avalanche because I'm being suffocated all of a sudden. <laughs> but um, so thank you so very much. I need to be in balance, and I need to just breathe and slow down. I, I'm not in a hurry to do this. And uh, I just want to thank you, and I pass. Oh, well,
0: thank you, Michelle J. Uh,
14: Christine M.?
13: Hi, it's Christina
14: I'm from Massachusetts, a Grateful Compulsive Eater, Recovering, Recovered. Um, so what jumped out at me in this paragraph is a few things. He is not as unbalanced as they might think. Like, I couldn't understand. It took me a while to get to the fact that my nature of being unbalanced really was a spiritual malady. And it wasn't until I got into this program and really started to work with steps, particularly 10, 11, and 12, um did I begin to experience- um relief from the frustration that i that I had no i hadn't i had i was released from frustration um that knew no bounds you know I think of the devil devilments and um continuing to eat and not understanding why I was eating but it wasn't until I looked at the book and went through it that I really got the um the limitless load which will pay dividends however um I have to give this away. I have to be in service. I have to help other people. So um, my husband's a little bit irritated that I seem to be always on the phone, you know, at 8 o'clock at night doing a step 10. Um, but last night we had a turning point. He said, oh, you're doing service. Like, he got it just as much as I get it. If I don't give this away, I'm going to remain in my selfishness and my self-pity, my dishonesty, my resentment. I need to be outward facing with God because really... Um, I'm not a religious person, but I've become a very spiritual person. And um, this is the solution for what I have, which is a profound spirituality. in And um, with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Christine M. Well, we still have five minutes to go, so I have time for a few more shares. Melanie C. Melanie C. Anyone else? All right. We'll go with you, Melanie.
1: Okay, thanks Nerea so much. R.
0: Oh, who was that? Nerea R. Okay, we'll take you, Nerea. Okay, the two of you take like two and a half minutes. We'll do it.
1: You betcha. Thanks so much. Well, my name is Melanie C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I was looking over all of this, and um, I had a great deal of of, of um, intensive time up front in what needed to be addressed in my disease and my whole family fell into line I don't know how willing they were but they certainly appeared to be very willing and on board that's been the case for my husband the the entire the entire time that I've been in recovery for sure he's never said anything to the contrary one way or another and in fact his behavior shows that he supports it in any way I've been very blessed in that fashion, but I wanted to take a different view because of the way I was reading this today and over the span of recovered time that I have been so blessed to have had happen to me, and it put on a different shift in my thinking, and I was going with that first line, too. He is not so unbalanced as they might think, and I thought, well, what would that mean if I'm not so unbalanced during that really intensive time or places and periods of times where a particularly difficult character defect had the best of me and I did a tremendous amount of work over 18 months to be able to to have God have access to me with that and nothing was shifting or changing and and I wasn't as pleasant as I'd like to be what would that mean if I was in balance and over the scheme of things over the lifespan of of time and recovery what I have come to find in fact it was part of the entire journey and that's what I'm seeing here um and they're going kind to of giving tips to the family to show ahead of time, you know, father's going to be this way in the beginning, but as he evolves, he's going to be this way. And, and as it continues to go on, it's going to look like this. And it was really freeing to be able to finally sense that because I wasn't balanced all my life. That was a term that was used for Melanie all of her life. And, um, and now I'm seeing it really is a continuation of the journey. It's going to look like that, Melanie, in the beginning. And then it's going to move to these kinds of things. Sure, have conversations with your family certainly about it and, and do your tweaking and things like that. But it really isn't anything I could have avoided if I wanted to have any other kind of, uh, of a recovery than I have today. And with that, I pass.
0: Well, thank you, Melanie C. And uh, Nareya K. you have a good three yes. minutes Can you hear me? Here.
16: Yes, I can. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nerea, our uh, uh, recovered compulsive overeater in Moscow, um, I wanted to share just uh, on uh, the first part where it says, you know, once you find the program, it's kind of like finding gold or striking gold. And I know that for me, my pro- my journey, like uh, finding the rooms and, you know, finding a vision for you and finding the program has been a journey that has taken about 10 years. Uh, and um, I-, I thought, you know, this this idea of Finding something and then getting elated and overjoyed and holding on to it. You know, I did it so many times in the past with other things that I had perceived as being solutions um, that when I came into the program, I was quite skeptical. And now it's um, going on my two years, and I'm finding that I am uh, holding on to the program and this idea of finding balance with family. I, luckily, I never, you know, I don't have uh, immediate family nearby, I, I'm not married, I don't have children. Uh, but my personal, interpersonal relationships did suffer. Like, I didn't speak to my father for quite a few years. And, you know, I, I always got in spats with my family because I felt that no one ever understood me. Um, and since being in recovery, um, I've been, someone said, right-sized. And, you know, I have been put right-sized. And I can sit down with my family and I can talk to them and we can have civilized discussions and conversations. And, you know, it's, it's um, I guess, the promises, you know, that show us that, if we work this program, that, you know, our life will become infinitely better. Um, so with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Norea Okay, And um, I think we'll close our meeting. Uh, we will now, uh, I want to thank all those who shared and all those who gave service on this meeting. So we will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And we'll, let me see, Eileen M. Please
15: read a vision for you. This is Eileen M. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right